Hey everybody, welcome back to Tripping Over the Broom. I'm Dasha and I'm here with my awesome husband. J5. And I know that we said that we were gonna bring a couple on this week, but I had to take a detour because of some trending topics on social media. Well, we still got a couple. <laughs> but they're not together. It's a couple of our friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Me and my friend from work, Ashley, we were talking at work this week. She had brought to my attention some things that she was seeing on Facebook. Basically, people were posting these pictures of Gucci Man and his new wife, Keisha Kaior. Is that how you say it? Kaior? Yeah. Keisha Kaior. And saying, if you wasn't there when he was at his worst, you don't deserve him at his best type things. And... Me and Ashley, we live in the comments, so we looking at what people, other people are saying. Do they agree with this? Do they not agree with this? Come to find out, a lot of people disagree. They feel like you should stop trying to make women feel that it's their duty to be with you when you're trying to get your life together just to have that Prince Charming at the end. So I have my girl Ashley here. Hi. <laughs> Ash <And> money. <laughs> And we also have John's best man. Well, he's our best man, Willie D in the house. Ooh, Willie yeah. D. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Where is the line between loving someone's flaws and all and accepting intolerable behavior? Mm. Let's do it. Who wants to start? <laughs> <laughs> Don't let you start. All right. So this is my take on it. I feel like I understand both sides, but I've also been... That girl who had that really shitty boyfriend <laughs> that nobody <laughs> wanted her to be with. And, you know, I thought he was a, he was a great guy, personality-wise. He was nice and... Good. I was just wondering, you, you talking about you had this really shitty boyfriend, and the first thing you say about him is he was a great guy. <laughs> yeah. What, what does that mean? All right, all right. So, you want to go down the pros and cons? Let's do it. Okay. Pros. He was really good about setting up dates. He would take uh, us out. He liked to do new things and explore and travel. Um, I think we had a really a real connection. You know, we pl like planned our lives together down to like what we were gonna name our children and when we were gonna get married. All right. So why was he not shit? Because he cheated a lot, a lot, a lot. Like he was in Florida doing the Disney program one time, and I got a Facebook message from one of his classmates talking about. Oh, you know, we was doing this and that. And one time he took my car. I thought he was going to go hang out with his friend on his birthday. But come to find out, he was actually with another girl. Mm -hmm. um, I had given him money once. He was looking he, like that dog meme. Y'all seen that meme of the pit bull driving the car? <laughs> yeah. It's like, how you look when you borrow your girl's car? <laughs> go see another chick. <laughs> that was that nigga in that picture. I mean, I didn't, whatever, you know. Yeah, I guess so. Um, something was going on with his car, loaned him some money, come to find out he put it in his gas tank to drive to Fairburn to see another chick. Okay. So, I mean, I get what you're saying. You're saying right, I can was, keep going. He yeah. was nice when you were with him, but he cheated a lot. Yeah. All right. So were you too nice? Cause after all that I'm hearing right now, you was giving, giving, giving. Only thing I heard that he has done was bring you out on a very good date. I relationship i mean outside of that like if you take the cheating part out I, I don't know i can't think of anything specific right now but you know we communicated we had fun together we laughed it right, was like so john but while the cheating it wasn't like <laughs> <laughs> <I don't> cheat. 
think so. <laughs> Ain't nothing like John. Hold on. No, um, so while the cheating and stuff was going on, though, were you waiting for like him to turn a new leaf? Were you waiting for that Prince Charming to show up? I couldn't prove it. So I kept giving him the benefit of the doubt. He kept saying, no, I was with my friend for his birthday. No, I did go get that part for my car. No, that girl is lying. She's just jealous. So you have any idea what he's doing now? No, not currently. <laughs> no, why? You know, like how his relationships went afterwards? Well, because I'm asking because, like, did he end up finding somebody and being, as far as, you know, faithful? And do you feel like, wait, that should be me? I'm not sure. I think it was a phase. We started dating when we were, I think I was 17, he was 18, or I was 18 and he was 19. And this went on for three years. And I definitely think it's one of those young and dumb phases. Like, I honestly believe if he were to find somebody that he cared for now, that he has learned his lesson and, and saw the outcome of what that can do to somebody in their relationship, and he would be a better man. All right. So which side of it do you stand on? I don't think that you should have to tolerate that kind of thing. I mean, it really took a lot of energy out of me to be with someone that I didn't trust, always be worried about what they were doing, who they were seeing. Um, I want to trust you to hang out with your friends or whatever, but how do I even know that's where you really are? You know, we, we couldn't share passwords, or I would share mine, but I couldn't have his passwords. Yeah, he I would take you. his phone into the shower and stuff like that. I didn't want I didn't want to be with that. So. All right, so you say you shouldn't have to put up with that. Yeah. All right. What do you think, Willie did? <laughs> I agree, actually. So the women the women shouldn't have to put up with the bullshit to end I up don't. with the good man in the end. Because I guess it depends. I would put in as, you know, the family that I was raised in. You know, my parents been together, well, recently divorced now. But it was together for 38 years. Mm -hmm. So that's all I knew was my dad, you know, pretty much doing everything for my mom. Right. I was you know, giving her gifts every year and uh, <laughs> giving her new rings every year. Well, every five years, you know, just to up the diamond and stuff like that. So I never really seen them go through their hard times when I was younger, you know. So, yeah, I definitely agree. All right. So, well, let's. Well, I agree with the whole you shouldn't have to put up with the BS. But I think the point of these memes that are coming out of these posts is that now you see a lot of girls on social media saying, oh, relationship goals or this is what I want. I'm trying to have this when they see Jay-Z and Beyonce or now Gucci Mane and Keisha. You know what I'm saying? And I think the point is people are saying they want this relationship, but they don't want to do the things that are relevant to that relationship. Okay, we'll take the cheating out of it and let's just talk about, okay, the drugs and the not like Gucci Mane um, having the gut. And drug dealing and being in and out of jail. Right. How far does that go? I think it depends on how you feel for the person. Yeah. You know? Definitely. I mean, I think that their story is not like a... I don't think that every dude you meet who in and out of jail, selling dope, using dope, is going to turn into a Gucci man. You know, I think, <laughs> I think they kind of a, you know, true. he's a, you know, one in a million, so to speak. But I also think that if you're going to be so quick to dismiss those guys, you can't say that you want a Gucci Mane and Keisha relationship because she didn't dismiss it. You know what I'm saying? She stuck by him for whatever reason. So similar to like how people say they want Beyonce and Jay-Z love, but they don't want to date nobody who looks like Jay-Z. Exactly. Yeah. Same thing. So I feel the mean, you know, I, I get it. I don't think women should have to put up with BS in order to have a good man, but I don't think y'all should be saying, oh, I want this relationship either if you're not willing to put up with that type of dude. Ashley, we were talking about this earlier this week. Was your... <laughs> 
<laughs> Where you at? <laughs> uh, gosh, like I feel like I switched it up. I'm I'm biased because <laughs> um, I definitely definitely agree with um, you should not have to tolerate anyone mistreating you or going through a whole bunch of BS to be with someone. And I also don't believe in being engaged for years and years or not engaged. I'm sorry, being in a relationship with someone for years and there's no. Uh, clear way that you're going to get to being married. Like, I just don't believe in that. But... You mean if they both want to be married or if one of them wants to be Right, married. yeah. Like, I think after a while, like, if you've been with someone for a certain period of time, like, you should get married. Like, what are you waiting on? But I know that can vary for a lot of people. So, you know. So where's the line? When is it time to say enough is enough? Like, I want to get married. So my mom dated a guy for 10 years, I think, 10, maybe 11. And she wanted to get married. And she told him, I want to get married. Do you want to get married? And he's like, nah. And she's like, all right, so see you later. And that was it, you know? <laughs> but it took 10 years to get to that. Like, when do you, when does it stop? I mean, I think it depends on the person. Everybody kind of got that one thing that's going to be like the straw that broke the camel's back. Mm-hmm. Me and you even had a conversation earlier this week when we was talking about somebody that I used to date. And um, you asked me about like one of her exes or her baby's father or whatever. And I was like, well, that's the straw that broke the camel's back. Because when I was dating her, and I found out that she was messing with him or still messing with him um, with everything that he had going on, being in and out of jail, like you're talking about, having two kids already and all that kind of stuff. When I found out that she'd rather still mess around with him than to kick it with me, who I felt like I had you know, a lot more positive things going on, for me, that was the enough is enough. That's because she wanted the Gucci Mane relationship. Right. She wanted the Gucci Mane. She wanted the Gucci relationship. (laughs) But see, if I was willing to wait around and be like, well, maybe she'll figure it out. Maybe she'll realize that this dude ain't all he cracked up to be and she'll come back to me and whatever, whatever. Then maybe we could have lived happily ever after. You know, who knows? But I wasn't willing to wait for that. So what's intolerable in y'all's book? Where's the straw that breaks the camel's back for you, Willie? Oh, as in as in what? Just outside, okay, let's let's all set the cheating part aside. I think we can all agree that cheating is not good. Mm-hmm. So where, let's say you got a good girl, she does everything but cheat, but she has that one thing, that one thing you just can't, she's in the mirror too much, or she's not in the mirror enough, or she drives an old hoopty, or what? <laughs> we'll date a whole bunch of girls I mean, I was yeah. just trying to say, it's such a double standard, I'm sorry. I've been a little bit, I didn't, you know, been everywhere, but um, <laughs> I think myself would just have to be like, you know, I'm a clean person, so just having like a dirty room or especially a bathroom, just at least keep your bathroom up and just have that neat because when you're doing your makeup and it's everywhere, you don't clean it up, you're rushing out, hair everywhere. I just can't deal with that because I'll be in there cleaning the bathroom myself while you in there chilling or something, but this is not my mess at this point like it's just makeup everywhere all i right. had that one time so you're with a girl right y'all been dating you never been to her house she hasn't been to your house just because y'all just been keeping it y'all going real old school on this dating y'all mm-hmm. going out right this has been going on for like six months and you really digging this girl now you want to ask her to be your girlfriend and everything's all good y'all are dating you finally get to her house and it's trash what you gonna do have second thoughts. <laughs> I'll rip. And then, first of all, if it takes me six months to visit your house, I'm already thinking my mom should probably stay with her parents. <laughs> That's all rip. <laughs> Something so, going on. So they can't live with their parents at this age? I mean, I'm not saying they couldn't, but, but what you I'm, would know. Yeah, I would know. It's like, it's, it's kind of like, are you hiding something from me? What's going on? 
you know. But yeah, I, I would have to probably I would stay kicking for a minute, but after a while, my text probably starts slowing down. The cleanliness. What about you? Mm-hmm. The deal breaker? Or oh, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. We don't, I was he, I was listening to him yeah, about yeah, the cleanliness. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, the yeah. straw that breaks the camel's back. That's not cheating. We're talking about other things. I think now I will say like if you have no real vision or goals like that you're trying to work towards like. There's no progressive movement in your life. Like I'm all about giving people the benefit of the doubt, and I can definitely talk about that. Like I'm the queen of giving people the benefit (laughs) of the doubt. I will stay in a situation longer than I was supposed to, you know, defy the family, friends, whatever. Like I'm real headstrong and look like I'm a hopeless romantic. Like if I believe I love this person, I'm gonna stick with them. But if I just really, I think now at this age and where I'm at in life, like if I just, I think the deal breaker for me is not seeing a consistent growth or progression towards your goals. Like, I can dig that. I yeah. believe that. I actually read that somewhere once that I know you want to get married one day, right? Yes. A guy with no vision per se, he's just kind of floating in the wind, not really knowing what direction he wants to go in. Cannot settle down because he hasn't got himself together. Is that true, fellas? Yeah. Yeah. I'll give that. I agree. That's true. Yeah. So if a woman is meeting a guy online or whatever, and she's like, so what do you do? And he's like, you know what? I'm still trying to figure it out. I just graduated college or I've been out of school about five years now and I just work retail. If she wants to get married, she might move on. Yeah, she should. She might, yeah, she she might, she's going to ignore that message. No, I'm saying, but she might need to not wait on that. That's not. Well, I don't know. Depending on how bad you want it. I think we were talking about. Uh, I don't remember who it was in particular. We were talking about people wanting specific things um, out of their like, you know, out of their mate or whatever, but not necessarily being willing to wait for it. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna have a long list of like things that you want that you know your guy got to have or your girl got to have, you got to be willing to wait for it. You know, so that's why I say it depends on the person. You know, if she's not willing to wait, then yeah, move on. But don't be mad when five years from now he figured it out and he started his company up and now he balling and he found him a wife and they all on Instagram all happy. And now you looking like, dang, that could have been me or why he with her. You know what I'm saying? Insecure. That's what I thought about. Lawrence. Shout out to you, Lawrence. <laughs> Do, y'all, do you watch it? I know you watch it. You yeah. watch Insecure Willie? I watch it. So, yeah, that's exactly. the Team like, Lawrence yeah. situation, right? Yeah, like if Lawrence get out there and blow up, they'll be getting upset now. Well, you want to talk shit about his dreams and why his app ain't doing shit right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, basically. But he, he was working towards a goal. Like, that's what I'm saying. But I feel like some people are just either comfortable where they're at or they're not really, or they're just all over the place. Yeah. Like, I think at a certain age, at a certain point, you should at least be working towards it. And if I don't feel like you're working towards or you're just talking about it, like, yeah, it's... So this podcast is generational. Everybody listening is at least at the minimum 25 and probably at the oldest 35 or 36, 37. I know. We got some older listeners. Shout out to our older listeners. <laughs> I.e. our parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is this the age that it should be figured out or do we still got to give y'all more time? I, be- I believe, you know, if you, if you haven't figured it out, well, no, I think you should have figured it out. But I think that you should be working towards it by this time now. You should be yeah. entering 
the field that you want to be in or at least breaching Trying it. to get yeah. into it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely think there's a difference between floating in the wind, not having any idea, yeah. and still trying to break into it. I know when me and John met, I knew what I wanted to do. I just couldn't figure out how to do it. Mm-hmm. And um, that actually, I don't know if he feels like this, but I know for me, it actually put a, a hindrance on our relationship because I would go through real, days of being really depressed and I didn't want to be... Not that I don't want to be bothered, but I just didn't feel like being touched or I didn't feel like I could really contribute anything to the relationship. I had nothing to bring to the table. And I don't know. I mean, only he can speak to how that made him feel or what he thought of that. But Well, yeah, I think the biggest problem is people in our generation try to put too much on themselves, like yeah. expecting to grow up too fast. And I think that's what you were kind of going through. You know, you kind of wanted it all and want it all now. And so... I think we got to take our time sometimes. The the social media age is like really messed us up because we on social media and we seeing, you know, our peers, quote unquote, you know, and they might be driving in all the fancy cars or got all the fancy designer shoes. Ain't or, that the truth. Stay the, tuned, y'all. It's going to be a podcast topic. Or at media. the club, you know, <laughs> at the club every weekend popping bottles, you know. And so you're looking at these people who are, who you think are like you, you know, might be similar to your age or demographic, right? But they seem like they got all this money and no cares in the world. So now you feel like you should be out here getting all this money too. And so I think that's what's like driving us to feel like we got to grow up faster and get to the money faster and all that. And I think that's kind of what you was going through, just wanting to get to the money and be in your career and settle in it now, right now. That makes sense. Um, So what's the line between like someone gold digging and seeing potential? Like um, when Keisha met Gucci, a lot of people say she already had her own money. So she wasn't going after him because he was a a popular rapper. But I'm sure he had more money than her, I think. I don't know. Y'all probably know better than I I would assume. I would assume so, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nobody really knows how much money these rappers be having. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes they look like they got more than they really got. But yeah, I would assume he had more money than her. So when she saw him and she was going through the things that she was going through with him in and out of jail and drugs and all that, is it because she knew what kind of gold mine she had? Is it because she knew she would have a one, she had the potential to have a 1.2 million wedding? Was that the number? 1.7. 1.7 million wedding or was it she just so. holding it down? Yeah, I don't think so. I, I definitely don't agree with that. I think, sometimes, I think when you meet people, you just see something in them. You know, and whatever she saw in Gucci, she liked it. And that yeah. was enough to make her, like, stay down with him. You know, she wasn't in the rush to have the Prince Charming. But, you know, since she stayed down with him, she ended up reaping the benefits and got the Prince Charming in the end. I don't know how much he was worth when they met, but I think it'll be the, it'll be kind of like saying a female who was working, let's say, a just a, I don't know, a job through a temp service or something, right? And she might be making... Twenty some thousand a year, and then she meet a guy who might be making a hundred thousand a year. Is she gold digging just because he make a hundred thousand a year? No. So to say that just because she didn't have as many millions as he had that she was gold digging, I think that's unfair too. It's kind of the same difference to me. Don't necessarily mean that she was after his money just because he had more money. Y'all agree? And then yeah, as well as you know all the stuff that that she did go through with him. I mean, if she was gold digging, as soon as he would have went to jail. I mean, she's really not seeing none of that, none of his money anymore. Yeah, that's true. So she probably would have left then. But the fact that she stayed throughout that entire time he was in jail, and then after that, still stayed with him, even though she already knew when he came out, he was he was probably already stacked up already. But again, I don't think that no, she was gold digging at all with that. I mean, she been through a lot with that guy. 
<laughs> so, yeah, I mean, he did push a woman out of car, and she still stayed with him. So, <laughs> hey, hey, we won't talk about that. Allegedly, 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 allegedly threw a woman out of car, but. You know. <laughs> And I will say, Ed, I knew about her through her lipstick line. So of that was her own, yeah, that was her hustle. Like, yeah, that I, I did not know they were even together until like last year. So, I mean, she was doing her thing too. So, so obviously Gucci went through a change, right? A major, yeah. major gold, change. Gold's out of smile. I actually think he's kind of cute now. I'm not even going to say kind of. Gucci is cute. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You know what I'm saying? I be seeing him on TV and I be like, ooh. You got to thank for Roger I'm starting Davis. to notice a trend of Dasha talking about other men on this podcast. <laughs> every episode. I got to notice that too. You know, <laughs> not every episode. You know, one day it's a dreadhead, the next day it's Gucci, you know. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. So, um, but before jail, I was not saying ooh when I saw Gucci on TV. You didn't like the beer belly? I didn't like, I wasn't. That's to get money good. Exactly. That's to get money good. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. So, like, obviously people change in relationships when you find that one, someone you love, and you start to find yourself doing things differently. Um, maybe it's not necessarily for them, or maybe it's to impress them, or maybe it's just because you just want to be better or whatever. Like, when is it a good change, and when is it, like, your friends are like, oh, you changed. You different now that you got this man. Where Where is the good and bad in changing in a relationship? I mean, I, mean, I think you got to be happy for people when they change. You know, as long as it's a change for the positive. If you change it for the positive and anybody around you saying, oh, you changed, and they don't need to be around you no more. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Those are the ones so you leave behind. So change is a positive change. Yes, yeah, it's definitely so a positive I, change. You I said see. you wasn't looking at them like, ooh, before. And, and I look are. at you drilling over them. I, yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, I'm seeing, again, on social media where people, I mean, obviously they're probably joking, but they'll be like, where did Gucci at that push women out cars, allegedly? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, he's like they're saying he don't rap the same, and, and they, they're not really feeling this new Gucci because it's not true to him. It's not the East Atlanta Santa. It's not Zone 6. Well, okay. Uwop. This is my opinion on that. When we looking at celebrities, right, we want them to stay the same forever, especially rappers. I, say, yeah. I want to just say celebrities. We want the rapper to stay that same trap dude who was always rapping about bricks and having girls and spending money, right? Like, we don't ever want them to change. But in the meantime, we changing. We out here getting corporate America jobs. We out here trying to drive uh, Mercedes now instead of Impalas and all that. But we don't want the rapper, you know, to grow at all. And so I be like, if you're a fan of him, then you got to be a fan of his growth, too. You know, T.I. changed, too. You know what I'm saying? Here's another example of somebody who ain't the same from when they was, uh, what was the first album? Uh, I'm Serious. T.I. now ain't I'm Serious, T.I., you know, but you respect his growth. So that's what I think. So a change, Gucci's change is obviously to me a change for the better. Music and all. Now you don't get that, you know, that edge that they talking about to, you know, push the girl out the car, Gucci. I understand what they said. You know, (laughs) you don't get that edge, but that's like saying I want Lil Wayne to be drinking more codeine because his music ain't the same. You know, is that what you wishing on him? No, we don't want that. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) You know. Nobody yeah. can see you shaking your head, Ashley. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't want that. We all about the upward positive movement yeah. over here. The glow up. <laughs> the glow up. Put that old stuff on repeat, you know. You yeah, know, exactly. And then, you yeah. know, even being that we are growing with them as artists as well, saying they change, like he said, we should grow with them as well. Yeah. Man, as well, and, and, you know, respect their growth. 
we still listen to the old school Outkast and you know right. play back the Equimini album just because we liked them then and we still like them now, even though they have changed a little bit. We still you know give yeah. them that support, but we know if we want to hear that good. Good old school T.I., that good old school Gucci. We still have a hundred million of those songs that we can listen to. You know, just you go want back high to. school Gucci? Are you still doing all the no, same yeah. things you were doing yeah. in high school? Huh. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, that's the Gucci you walked up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 10 no, years ago. I'm definitely not doing those things. So, another thing I wanted to touch on in this topic, it's not directly related, but it's something kind of interesting is um, situationships. So, some people are starting to go into this new thing of like not wanting to date exclusively. Some people say it's stemming from the Bible. There were no boyfriends and girlfriends in the Bible. And some people just don't want to be tied down to any one person until they're really ready to give them their all. Ashley, what do you think about that? Mm, first, <laughs> uh, death to situationships. Uh, I think it's a waste of time. I think it's a waste of energy. Like, I feel like if you're at a certain age, you should know what you want and you should be upfront and honest. Like, I'm all about honesty. So if I'm just looking to hook up, then say that, you know, or if I'm looking for a relationship, say that. But these ongoing situations, because you don't want to be lonely or you don't want to be alone just to have somebody, but you know for a fact they're not who you want to be with, I think are very lame to me and I think yeah. so what do you think about like the because you're the one that brought that to my attention the boyfriend and girlfriend in the bible thing mm-hmm. you had me listen to that sermon I don't remember who yeah that was a sermon from my church um it was about dating yeah. dating yeah it was a dating yeah. series it was really yeah. insightful yeah. I can't remember the name of it I have to yeah, it was a dating series, and I can't remember the exact name of but it. But basically, the guy was saying, like, there's no boyfriend and girlfriends in the Bible, and a lot of times we find ourselves in these situations where, okay, we meet somebody, and we like them, and now we're hanging out with them, and it's all good, it's all cool. Now we're boyfriend and girlfriend, and even though that chemistry isn't really there, we don't want to be alone, so we're not breaking up with them. And then it just goes, it's just yeah. that never-ending thing. So, I don't know. Do you think that death to the situationship, obviously, but death to the boyfriend and girlfriends, too? Should it go straight from dating to marriage? There's a um, a, a woman, again, I saw on social media who was buzzing about how she told her boyfriend she was not going to be a girlfriend. She wasn't going to do all the things that a wife did, cook and clean and not have the ring, she would only give him those things when he actually wanted to marry her. Is that crazy, or does that make sense? No, it makes perfect sense. Like, I <laughs> honestly, I, I joke all the time about this. Like, whenever I would tell, like, older people from my family, like, I have a boyfriend or something, I'm bringing them home, they'd be like, oh, your little friend? And I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, dang, that's my boyfriend. Like, when I think of friend, like, Dasha, you're my friend. This is my boyfriend. Like, I notice people... I'll say 50 and up, do not acknowledge, in, in my, look, for my family, I've heard people, and they always put the little in front of it. I don't know what the yeah, little, little, little friend, friend. like, there's no, yeah, like, there's no, like, I was like, okay, you know, so, I kind of feel like labels, it's, it's just a label, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever makes you comfortable, but, I mean, you can still make a commitment to be with this person, only this person, before getting married. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. My only problem with the I'm not going to cook and clean before we married is 
What I'm if you don't know how to cook, to cook and clean? clean. I'm, I'm exaggerating. That she's just saying I'm not gonna give this man the attention that a wife would give him. I'm not his wife. I'm giving him all my attention. I'm calling him after work, and I'm solely devoting all my time to this one person. And I can't even guarantee that I'm gonna spend the rest of my life with him. I guess that's what she but what, was saying. I, mean, I guess that works for some people, but I, I, I would think it'd be more so like would that work in this generation now? Oh, this is a generational podcast. This is what we're so, talking about. What yeah, works for our generation? Because <laughs> I can see that like back in the day like that. But nowadays, again, we have all the social media websites, the dating websites and stuff like that. It's kind of confusing for a person. Because if, if, if I'm dating a female and I get off work and I don't receive a text, I'm sad. <laughs> I'm, she's not worried about me. She's up to she's up to no good, or you know, I'm gonna think something like that. So it's kind of confusing when you, when you know if you go through a dating process like that, and then you know when you have the label, like you said, which I also think is just a label. It kind of makes you put you in a secure point. Yeah, you know, well, she's she's my girlfriend now, so I know when I get off work, I might go ahead and call her. You know, it's like an obligation to do that when you get off work or when you go in doing anything or going into work. You know. The girlfriend boyfriend thing is how you say I'm serious about this relationship. Yeah, for a you know guy. For I think it should be both ways. Yeah, I think. I mean, because so. otherwise, if you're in a relationship, what y'all just gonna be like? All right, so we've been dating for a while. We should sit down and talk. Um, I like you. We should just see each other now. But we're not gonna be girlfriend and boyfriend. But I like you. We my should life, just see yeah. each other. Like, is that the conversation you're gonna have? I think the will you be my girlfriend or boyfriend thing is kind of like saying it's an establishment of the of, of a start and exclusivity. Yeah. Look. Yes, Ashley. <laughs> I have, from my experience in dating, I have been in situations where guys have said, I want to be exclusive, mm-hmm. but I don't like the label the girlfriend, label. boyfriend. Mm-hmm. That's my experience I've had. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and so maybe that's how you end up in a situation. That's how a situation starts. And I'm like, that sounds good, but probably so. I would be curious to talk to somebody like that and figure out what boyfriend girlfriend means to them. You know, why why does it have a negative connotation to where they're really willing to say, "I want to be exclusive, but I don't like the title." You know what I think? All right, go Willie, go Willie, go. Since I'm the situationship king around this table. Oh no! Oh, let me slide over and, here. Um, oh, I want to no. apologize to all the women yes. for the situationships Please. that I've had with you all. I'm sorry, but uh. It's like, okay, when you say exclusive, we don't have the title, you know, the boyfriend title. So now we feel like we could just, we we still going to do everything for you and be there for you and stuff, but we still don't have that title. So it's a we, loophole. Willie, yeah, so I just we, you know, you're apologizing to me right now for the situation shit that I had. Right, right, right. Explain so it's like, if I go out to the club or something, I don't have a girlfriend. So if I talk to a female and she says, well, do you have a girlfriend? Nope. Nope. And he ain't lying. And I ain't lying. I, I don't feel bad ball. no more. <laughs> I don't. If you ask me that, I'm telling you the truth and I continue talking to you now. Get her number that night. Of course, when I get out of the club, hey, I'm coming home. Or I'm, oh, I'm headed home now or I'm about to text you or whatever. Then, you know, you feel happy. Oh, yeah, he's he's still with me. He's still here. So, yeah, I, you know, I kind of. I'm better, glad you explained it. You better get it signed in blood. Yeah. I'm glad you explained it because for the life of me, I had a situation that lasted nine months. And I, you wouldn't know. If you were my friend, you actually probably just found out just now that we were never together. <laughs> <laughs> like official title, never together. Because 
I went to his house. He came to my house. I'm doing all the things that a girlfriend does, and I have no title, even to the point where we're exchanging the L word, you know? And Hashtag he's winning. <laughs> I mean... That's what that is. That's, when, that's when what it is. When a dude convince you to be exclusive without having to wear the title, title. he basically saying, like, I want you to be exclusive with me, but I'm still out here. Oh, just let and me, he was, and he was still out. Let there. me put that out there, though. For all the ladies who are looking for a man, you know, I'm not that guy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a little, I'm, I'm a little bit older. Those are my younger days. So. Follow him. At yeah, Liberating follow me at Liberating Minds, and if yeah, he you want a photo like shoot Gucci. at Snapjs Photography, <laughs> so just, just let me know. With a Z. <laughs> You're a new man like Gucci. Yes, and I'm single as well. <laughs> <laughs> follow her. At- Hope I don't make nobody mad. I'm single as well. <laughs> yeah, my dad said you single till you married. He always told me that. See, yeah. My dad always said that too. Yeah. That's weird. Oh, wow. So. so, again, y'all are saying you're single until you're married, but you're using the boyfriend girlfriend to establish exclusivity. So, which one is it? I'm confused. Explain it. That's what our dads told us. We have our yeah. own minds. Right. <laughs> we have our own opinions. We just chose a different route. I don't really use the exclusive title much until, you know, I don't really, until they bring it up, then that's when I'll discuss it. But a lot of times when I use the exclusive title, it's weird because they don't pressure me into the title of a boyfriend or me pressure them into a girlfriend. It's like they settle for the exclusiveness. And it's weird because if I'm sitting here and you let me do what I do and I'm not worried about you asking, so when we going to pretty much upgrade to a boyfriend girlfriend they don't never ask that right. so i just continue doing what i'm doing because i think everything is cool right now yeah that's what i'm saying you gotta get it in blood you better yeah, make yeah. sure that, that title yeah, by the way that title he locks said you the in word first i'm not dumb he started it okay i just followed all right anyway. oh me no not you oh. the situation ship oh <laughs> He but he, but, but I've been saying he, be, he, he got you to say it. We be lying. And when he got you to okay. say that, he locked you in that position where he knew right. he had you. It was done deal. That was the seal. He, you, he put you in a ziploc bag. You just closed yourself. And then think twice about it. He probably told you and two other girls he loved y'all the same <laughs> week. <laughs> That's how I, dudes are. I, I, like, I'm <laughs> telling you. And then also again, you know, yeah, you know I love you. Yeah, it's, it's also turn around, tell somebody the same thing during that age too. Yeah, you know, it's the age Especially thing. Right age. You know that. Young, dumb, and full of cum. That's what they say. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That's what it is. Y'all ain't never heard that phrase? I've never heard that phrase. <laughs> That's what yeah, it is. Right? That's the phrase. That's the phrase, yeah. Wow. Learn something new. So what age? I'm sorry, Dash. Nah, you nah, so what <laughs> age is it that you feel that you're past that? Because uh, actually, actually, he was older than me, but moving no. on. We're not talking about the past. All right. I got him in. He's great, so... Yes. Yes. <laughs> for me, for me, it wasn't an age. It was a person that I met who changed me. Mm, okay, and that's what happened with myself. But I think I was twenty five then. Yeah. See, for the ladies out there, you can't harp on age when it comes to men because y'all mature faster than we do anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so you'll be twenty six thinking that he should be ready because he's twenty six or because he's twenty eight, but he might not be as mature as you are at twenty six when he's twenty eight. Exactly. Yeah, I was like twenty two, and he was twenty six. So. Yeah, I thought. You thought wrong. I thought That's wrong. what you thought. And, <laughs> and if you notice too, like a 
older man who date younger women a lot of times in that age range. That's why they dating them. Yeah, they dating them because they can get through your they head. Can, they can easily. get away with that kind of stuff. <laughs> like I said, y'all mature faster. So she yeah. had to try that on a 26 year old woman. It wasn't that help. work. Wouldn't work at all. I'm mad right now. It's okay, guys. It's okay. I know. Like, if y'all can see this right now, she over here seething. Me and Ashley really exchange a look right now. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 this is trigger. Look, trigger warning. Trigger warning. Look, I don't want to, Yeah. Y'all are tripping. All right. So, I guess it's time to get into the best and worst. All right. All right. Best and worst. What we got this week? This week, we're going to try and keep it in line with the topic again. Um, we're going to go, what's your best and worst thing you did to impress someone of the opposite sex or on behalf of someone of the opposite sex or for that significant other? What's the best and worst thing you did? Did you did you co-sign on a car loan or did you... Uh... <laughs> Wait, are we married? <laughs> are we engaged? <laughs> did you... Uh, did you... Give them money to go see their ex? Like, what'd you do? What's the best and worst? Who wants to start? I'll start. All right, go Willie. So, can't remember the year, but it was a Valentine's Day. Met this female on Facebook, and we discussed, you know, we'll, we'll progress, and I should say, thought she was feeling me. Thought? Thought. <laughs> <laughs> so, Valentine's Day was coming up, and I asked I'm her to be my Valentine. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm just thinking of Willie getting gamed up right now. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, running game on I got food, but um, so she lived in Macon. Hey, and shout out four seven eight turn up. So I was young, and I was like, well, you know, she's like, she had, her car wasn't working. So I was like, well, my um my cousin's wife at the time had a condo down in Atlanta. So I asked mm-hmm. if I could get that condo for Valentine's Day. I remember this. So I said, well, since your car's not working, I will come all the way down to Macon, pick you up, and bring you back for Valentine's Day, and I will take you back on the next day. So that's exactly what I did. So I had flowers waiting to her in the car. Before I went down there, I had rose petals all in the condo, had candlelight dinner, I had uh Wait, about to cook for and everything. Is this the best or the worst? This the best. <laughs> no, I know. This the best okay. thing that I did for a female. The okay. worst thing is different. Okay. So yeah, everything was, you know, planned all out. But she was a smoker, which I almost lost my cool. So she went outside on the balcony, started smoking. And all of a sudden, I see a big flame outside. I'm like, what is going on? So apparently, my jacket caught on fire because she oh. dropped the blunt on my <laughs> on my jacket. <laughs> and she was outside just beating her chest. I'm like, oh, my God. So it's like a bunch of burnt holes in my jacket. Nice. But in the end, it was a great night. So the next day, took her home. And then like three days later, I don't hear from her ever again. Mm. And I'm saying like, dang, she just used me. And she was an older female. So, so did she use you? So did you hit her up and she just didn't yeah, reply? Yeah, just don't re- didn't reply. Mm-hmm. Okay, but did you get the draws on Valentine's? <laughs> I got the draws that night. And funny part, I didn't have any rubber, so I had to go to the store, walk to the store. The store was across the street. <laughs> then cold. came back it and it was cold. And then she did give me a little bit in the morning. Okay. That was her going away gift. Well, yeah, she did use you, but at least she got something out of the deal. Yeah, I got something. But, you know, I, I did. I, it was a lot of planning. That's a, lot a lot of, of gas that's money. That's a lot of work just to get the draws. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel you. And, and, I, and I cook, and this was when I was young. I usually didn't ever cook. I had bought salmon like asparagus. Oh. And I cooked some mashed potatoes. <laughs> like, you know, I even had a little outside table with the cloth and everything. I had set everything up before I left. Okay. So that was it. 
See that? That's why y'all can't get no nice Valentine's days. Because you got ain't shit women out here. You that Damn her. They ain't had no Valentine in a minute, so they... What are you going to do for me? You messing us all up. All right. Well, hopefully I don't know the girl, because if you're listening right now, we're mad at you, woman. Okay? Um. What about the worst, Willie? What's the worst thing you ever did? Uh, I met... Four. So I met this female... She visited down here, but she used to live in she lived in Texas at the time. Spoke for a long time, spoke for a long time. Actually take that back. I didn't meet her down here. Also made her met her on social media. And it's okay to say you use dating apps. You met her on, on- Oh yeah, I'm on every dating app. Okay. Will Smith, eighty nine. Right. <laughs> search me. He just swiped left a few minutes ago. <laughs> but no, um, we had, we was talking for a long time and for almost about five months. And um, in the end, she was like, she's about to move. She had a choice between moving to Atlanta or moving to New Orleans. Being the fact that we had been speaking for so long, you know, I, all I've seen was pictures of her. And this was so wrong with me. So eventually, I convinced her to move to Atlanta for myself. And she did. And so we eventually met up the first time. And she wasn't as cute as she was Ooh. To Atlanta. Yes, and she moved all the way down here, and then eventually my texts and calls started slowing down. And yeah, so I think it was like a month later, she wrote me this long, long, long Facebook message. Uh-huh. So, uh, I'm Ashley, sorry. Ashley. <laughs> Wait a minute, was it, was it Ashley? Ashley. Was it? No, <laughs> no, it was not me. So, but I'm, feel, I, I'm an empath. I'm feeling, feeling the pain right now. That, that was the worst thing that I've done. And actually, we are still we're cool to this day now. We still speak like at least once a month and just catch up. Well, she is a good one because I was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say what I yeah, right. do. If it wasn't um, me, you probably still be talking to all the way. Catch it up with them, giving out money to go get gas money. Yeah, <laughs> not getting John texts. Came and <laughs> now you shut it down. <laughs> not getting texts. That's funny. Yeah, I appreciate you, John. Every day. Yeah, anytime. Yeah. <laughs> But for the record, again, women, I'm not like that anymore. <laughs> Listen, if you didn't get anything from that, the lesson was let him see you first before you move. That's for funny. him. <laughs> All right, John, what about you? Oh, me? I don't know. I would say, like, the worst thing I did, and this is not like did to somebody, but this is like kind of did to me. The worst thing I did when it came to a female that I was dating was like buying her gifts in hopes that that was going to mean something and advance our relationship. So were y'all in a relationship or were y'all in a situationship? I mean, it was a situationship. Okay. So I guess like buying the gifts, hoping that it was going to help push it to a relationship. You know, me and you were talking about this when we was on a social media page the other day and I'm looking at a picture that she posted of something that I bought. You know, but it's not like, thank you, or got my name tagged or something. I'm like, damn, I was that guy, like, who was buying her shit, and she on social media, you know, posting it up, all happy and stuff, but ain't said shit about where it came from, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So, that made me feel like, I wish I would have never, you know, just never done that. That's probably, like, my worst thing I did for somebody, you know, because I, I get no benefit from that. So, for my best, it's actually something really similar, but it involves you instead, <laughs> but it's still it's still similar when it comes to the buying and stuff. Um, Mary, her early on, still going. <laughs> early on in our relationships, Dasha was the one who was like, 
uh, making sure she was trying to get me the best gifts and all that kind of stuff. And depending on what my money situation was looking like at the time, you know, when holidays and stuff came around, I couldn't always get her something fancy or something great. So when the money did get right, I like made it a mission to make a list of every little thing that she said that she wanted that she didn't have, like, you know, those probably six months leading up to Christmas. And I went on a mission to try to buy every single thing on that list so she could have it uh, on Christmas. No matter how much she was telling me, you know, don't do this. You ain't got to worry about giving me something nice or whatever, whatever. But uh, I almost went broke still. <laughs> Even though the money was right. It was just so much stuff. But I didn't care. I was like, I'm going to get all this stuff on this list. I did. I got yeah. a lot of stuff that year. I think he did get everything I'd ever mentioned except for a Keurig, which my mom got me. Right? And that was the only reason she didn't get it. I got a crock pot, some Ugg boots. You got to talk about everything you got. Just <laughs> just know that you got the stuff. I'm wearing the Ugg boots right now. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Love it. That explains why I didn't get a gift that year. <laughs> I'm sorry, Will. I went broke. I went it's broke all, on the Ugg boots. It's all good, man. I remember the Ugg boots when you bought them. <laughs> what you got, Dosh? I don't go to Ashley. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. She trying to put you on the spot. I see. I see. I see. That's why I just I, been volunteering to go first. <laughs> um, worse. Yeah, let's go ahead and the worst out of the way. I, and I don't even want to say if it's the worst, but I've built someone out of jail when I did not have the money. Uh, and so what you I wanted up. to be uh, I didn't put up I didn't put up nothing. you had to put up some no. I had to I had to oh god so <laughs> I had to pawn something <laughs> but it was just like y'all know Ashley is a rider alright follow her yeah fellas if you looking for your Keisha K.O. yes sir all the Gucci man yeah, it happened, it. and now the it, and this is crazy. It's happened twice, but the first time it was year years years ago. I was young. That was my boyfriend at the time, so whatever, I did it. But the second time, we weren't really. We had were talking, and weren't we stopped talking or whatever, and we started talking again. And basically, I got a text saying, "Yeah, I'm in getting locked up." You know, and I saw it that morning. I was just all like, "Oh my god, what can I do?" And that was your mistake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like distressed and like, dang, you know. And I, I think I was being a little salty because I was like, he called me and I was like, what does he want? I didn't know that's what he wanted. So yeah, so he called me and left me a text. So then I was trying to basically find a way to get him out, and it was around I think Christmas, or they said he might be in there till Christmas. So yeah, I, so nobody got a Christmas gift that year. No, <laughs> nobody got a Christmas gift. <laughs> I was eating peanut butter sandwiches because <laughs> I had to put up, I put up all the money and I made sure he went to court. I went to court with him and yeah, so, and he wasn't even like a bad boy thug. He just forgot to go to court. It was like a failure to appear if you know anything about oh, I know too much about legal that. system. <laughs> I don't, I don't, well, I'm not going to say nothing. I <laughs> no, 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 I'm sorry. I'm just talking. I, I was saying that I did it. So yeah. what, what all did that entail, bailing someone out of jail? Um, so, yeah, basically I had to go. At least he told me the county it was in. So I had to go to the jail and I had to look it up online to see what he was locked up for. And then I had to go down there. This one was complicated. Then I had to go to Hateville, which is by the airport, mm-hmm. for those who are not in Atlanta. But mm-hmm. I had to go all the way over there and actually pay the money to get him out. And then I had to sign something basically saying, I can't remember if they said I was responsible. I think you are responsible. I don't know. They basically say, um, 
Like if this if person doesn't show, show up, up, yeah, then you basically forfeiting your money. But you get your money back if he does show up. You can, or you can have it applied towards the fine. To fine. The fine. Right. And so in this situation, um, it went to toward the fine. the fine, and he never gave me the money back or anything. Now, yet. you keep saying this situation. Did you bail him out again? No, no, no. Because you keep I on did. saying this particular situation. No, I've done it twice in my life. Like, I'm like, I think I had, I had a bad boy phase, and this guy, like, he had his together that's why i was like confused on how he got locked up but he he liked to live life on the edge a little bit and so he was just driving his car real fast and they pulled him over and then he had this warrant i know all about that see it's okay yeah it's like <laughs> look look i mean and it's it was not, not me for the record. <laughs> <laughs> right for those of you who know me i know y'all thinking like that might have been john it was not john okay. <laughs> look no judgment listen okay i've had my traffic stops and all kind of things with the court system so i don't judge people but i think it was more so the fact of i was really really into this guy like that proved to me like i really was into him because i was willing to do anything especially when the lady told me he might have to stay in there longer right and his parents had money like even the guy that or the bail bondsman i went to was just like are you sure you want to do this? Why don't you find his parents' number and call them? And I'm like, no, what? I don't want his parents involved. Like, why would he? That is so sweet. Yeah, I was trying. <laughs> I was trying, and yeah, he got out, and yeah, he kind of. Everybody's had that bad boy phase, though. Yeah, and then I think yeah, and how I knew that was bad because he gave me a hug after he got out, and that was it. Like, I didn't see him till a few days later. <laughs> so you got so you got experience in the whole jail thing. That's what's yeah. Up. So everybody who just getting out of jail. Follow Ash. <laughs> I'm a rider. She a rider. <laughs> and she got money to bail you out of jail. And she got a pawn. Even if she something. don't, it's going to happen. She's going to pawn it. she make it happen. Be ready. Whatever she got to do. Uh, <laughs> for all you future Gucci man. Gucci out man's out there. We're looking for that Keisha K. Whore. Yeah. We got you one. We got you. <laughs> all right. What about the best? Okay. Yeah. Ready? Right. On, on a lighter note. Um, <laughs> Oh, man. Um, Best thing. I think I love birthdays. So I, for one of the guys, or my exes, I'll say, we were in a relationship or getting into a relationship. I can't really remember when this was, but I had got a whole room, set it up, did a little private show, everything, you know? Chris Brown. <laughs> yeah. You know, I did all of that, but I just remember him. He kept talking about it afterwards. Like I was like, got dinner, all this kind of stuff for his birthday. And he was like, he had never had anybody really just go all out for his birthday. So yeah, that's nice. That's cool. Yeah, we do like that kind of stuff. Yeah, somebody you know noted. Put some, <laughs> I mean, I'm not just saying private show. It's, it's the effort that was put into yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that's, and I feel like that, I remember that was very early. Like, we were together for some years, but that was like early on in the relationship. I just, you know, was feeling it and I just wanted to go all out. And yeah, it, it worked. I think okay. Waka Faka or something was hot then. So that's how long ago that was. But then <laughs> I was like, were you giving the show? I, I, I thought you were Okay. 
All right, so I'm gonna say, I'm gonna start with my worst. So I already told y'all about the Facebook messages ignored and the loaning money and the loaning of the car. I'm gonna say, outside of all those things, because those are pretty bad, one of the worst things that I could have done on behalf of a situationship, significant other, or whatever, would be um, I was on a traveling tour one summer and. So basically, I had a job where I traveled the East Coast. I didn't have an actual location. I stayed in hotels all summer, and I was looking for jobs that I would, um, I would that I would have once I finished the tour. But I was only looking for jobs in Atlanta because I was trying to get back to my situationship. So looking back on it now, I feel like I could be a lot further in my career if I had not been trying to do that. So that's something that I really regret not expound. Um, not being more open to relocating and moving somewhere different. That was the perfect opportunity. When I started that job, I had given away all my stuff. <laughs> like, hey, y'all, I'm leaving to go on this tour. I don't know if I'm coming back. Here's your shoes back. You can have this lamp. Um, you know, y'all do whatever y'all need to do with my stuff because I don't know if I'm coming back. But while I was gone, I don't know, I just... I kept feeling drawn to come back to Atlanta. Now, it did end up working out for me because I did come back to Atlanta. And a couple months later, I met John. But if I hadn't met John, I would say that would be the dumbest thing I could ever Shout done. out to that ain't shit nigga who got Dasha to come back to Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, boy. You got him to move back. You got him to move. Appreciate you, my dog. We, we go get a drink on me or something. <laughs> Divine intervention. So that's the worst. I mean, yeah, everything happens for a reason. And that's one of the reasons why I truly believe that because I really was trying to, I really was not looking for jobs nowhere else for that reason. And I ended up being at that bar at that night. And Willie and John and the other three guys were wanting attention and we gave it to them. So. Speaking of shows, Dasha put on a show that night. Oh! <laughs> sure did. Sure did. That's all I'm going to say. Which brings me to my best. Nah, it's okay. We can talk about that. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say the best thing that I ever did for a guy or to impress a guy was that night that I met John. Um, I think a couple of months prior to that, I had maybe taken some pole dancing classes. I don't know. Hey! I thought- <laughs> I thought thought I had some tricks, all right? (laughs) That night, we were at their house, and there was a pole in their living room. So, all right, thank you, Willie, I guess. I supplied all the poles. (laughs) (laughs) Will did make sure we had a pole on the deck. (laughs) But there was a pole in their living room, but nobody told me that the pole was not secure. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Have you never heard this story? Nobody told you. Nobody told me that the pole was not secured. For the record, we didn't have to tell nobody else, (laughs) and nobody else had no issues. Okay, (laughs) nobody told. Go tell your story. Moving on, moving on. So I felt like I was skilled in the pole tricks department. They had a pole. (laughs) What pole dancing class? (laughs) Now she's a professional. Anyway, I see the pole. I'm real excited. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm about to get on this pole. I'm going to press. Okay. Do it right. I want everybody to pay attention to this next sentence. This is the important part. What happened next? What happened next? Josh, I got I to gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta hear this. All right. 
was gonna going into my pool. <laughs> how how were you going into your pool trick? I was running <laughs> <laughs> with a running start. <laughs> oh man, oh, I don't think man. I've ever seen a stripper do a, a running, running start. start. Right, oh, <laughs> but uh, go ahead. <laughs> I, I ran into my pool trick. You know what I'm saying? I thought I was going. Get up there, <laughs> come back down. I didn't go anywhere. The pole came. <laughs> the pole came crashing down. <laughs> Almost took out a window. Oh wow! <laughs> Almost missed yeah. left a mark on the wall. Oh, and a hole in the wall. Oh yeah! Um, and the party right. still didn't stop. Yeah, hey, the party up. still didn't stop. And I say that's my best because that's me, y'all. I'm clumsy. If you don't know me. You're la- if you know me, you're laughing real hard. If you don't know me, you're kind of laughing. But I am clumsy and I'm uncoordinated. And <laughs> I feel like for him to still want to take me out on a date after that was the best thing I could have ever done. Cause I, I might have felt sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> for the record, we did try to warn her. Yes, Once we, we noticed that there was a running start involved in this pole trick, you know. Nobody else took running stars. We didn't have to tell nobody else. Nobody that, hey, else got on the pole. This pole All is right. not, uh, you know, screwed into the ceiling. It was but a, when she started, it was uh, a sprint. Yeah, it was wow. a real yeah. life sprint. And when we saw the sprint, we was like, <laughs> "Wait, no, no, no!" no. Oh, you know, then, then came the hurdle. No, yeah. no, no, no. You just, know, then she hit that Superman and <laughs> Superman. <laughs> it was it was all, all ugly. Over. <laughs> from that. Whatever. And everybody's face. Well, okay, it was a Wonder Woman. It. What was it? There was no impressing with the pole tricks. That's that's the summary. So, I don't know. Any final words, Jacob? Uh, I was just going to say, be careful what you ask for. That's what I want to <laughs> say about final word. Because, you know, you look at these relationships that these uh, celebrities got going on on social media, and you just never know what's beneath the surface. That's so true. So true. Lady. Be patient. I'm being patient as much as possible. Amen. Willie D looking for a wife, y'all. So Yo, y'all follow him on Instagram. I am. Too many people getting married beside me. Come on. <laughs> y'all hit me up. He don't want to be a best man. No he did more. catch that garter at the wedding. He did hey, catch the garter. Okay. I did. It. It's in his room right it's now. It's in my room on my Hennessy bottle. <laughs> like Henny. I know Philly kind of out of Hennessy. So if y'all want my bottle, I'll sell it for $1,000. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I would just say patience. Patience. Just be patient, you know. Everybody work on their own schedule, so definitely. I say mine. Go with your gut, y'all. My final words, go with your gut. If something don't seem right, feel right, smell right, it ain't right. That's all I got. That's what she said. I can dig it. My words would be, you know, anything you do for anybody, have no expectations. I think expectations is what causes us to maybe leave certain situations or be frustrated in certain dating situations. So just... Live life, love, be happy. If you don't do something, don't expect return. Right, right. Yeah, just Amen. do it out of the kindness of your heart. And, you know, hopefully it will be reciprocated back to you in some form or way. Maybe not from that person, but, yeah. Karma will come back to you. Yep. Absolutely. All right. We're signing off. It's Dasha. And J5. And we're Tripping, Tripping Over, over the, the Broom. broom. Thank you for checking out Tripping Over the Broom. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Tripping Over the Broom and Twitter at T-O-B underscore podcast for more information about upcoming episodes. If you like what you hear, tell your friends. Subscribe, rate, and comment on iTunes and SoundCloud. Any questions you would like us to answer or topics you want to discuss, send an email to trippingoverthebroom at gmail.com. 
Until next time, it's J5 and Dasha, and we're Tripping Tripping Over the the broom. Broom.